Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. All right, Bobcat fans, we are back inside the den. This week, my guest is head men and women uh, swim coach, head coach, Sean Weddle. Sean, here we are. Tim, glad to be back. All right, so we're going to get right into it. You are in the thick of your season, and I want to talk a little bit about how it's been going and what you have coming up. Uh, you know, you're in, we're all of us teams are in a bit of a transition because we're about to hit exams and kids are going to go home take a break and for you like us kids have to come back (laughs) have to stay sharp during the break um, and then finish off the season and we're going to get to all that but you've already been after it for quite a while and I was digging into the stats uh, last night and looking at how things are going for you uh and want to talk a little bit about that and get your thoughts on, on the progress of the season and also compare that to past seasons, like ranking yourselves against yourselves, where you're at this year compared to where you were, you know, previous seasons. But it looks to me as if uh, right now uh, your men are ranked second in Conference Carolinas. Your, your women are ranked third. Uh, women are having – I don't know if you want to say a better season. I mean, they're seven and one. The guys are four and four, but both teams are in the thick of of these meets that you're in. Um, yeah, what are for you? I mean, what are what are some of the highlights that you have as a coach through that? And we're going to get to some of those highlights as far as just the the recognition that you're getting from the conference and others. But uh, I mean, you've had some great heats against King, tight battles with Catawba. And we've talked about Carson Newman in the past, like they just kick butt right. across right. the board. Right. But yeah, what what is your assessment so far halfway into the season? Well, yeah, thanks again for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure to be back in the den. Uh, so one of the things that um, I tried to do coming into this year was we needed more depth. Um, you know, up until this year, we had some, some pretty high-end uh, individual performers. Um, you know, we have one young man, Christian Nishimura, who is actually my assistant coach, who, uh, uh, you know, last year did, last two years did fairly well. Um, but our depth has always been something that was um, a little bit, I wouldn't say behind, I'd say we, we just, being a new program again, going into, our, I mean, we're in our fourth year this year, it was just establishing that depth. So I think we're finally getting there, and this is enabling us to be a much more competitive team overall. Uh, particularly on the women's side, I think we're still really strong from an individual perspective. Um, we have some really, really fast young ladies. We do as the men's side too. The men tend to be a little more deep uh, in a sense of, of across the board. The women are deep, but they also have a higher end. Um, is, it, is it, I'm curious, is swimming, you know cycling really well. Is it, is the male-female uh, breakdown of number of participants in the sport is it like cycling in any way where there's a lot more men than there are women not no um what i will say this from a swimming component i think there's as many um unlike cycling is you know the 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 females are uh, from a numbers perspective are are greatly less than Mm -hmm. the males 
Swimming is not necessarily that way. The thing that happens in swimming, though, from a female perspective is that they have a lot more opportunities. There are a lot of just female programs out ah. there. And so the pool, so to speak, from them to choose from is much greater than a male's. Huh. Um, so, for example, if you look at the state of South Carolina, for example, in the state of South Carolina, a male swimmer coming in to swim collegiately has one opportunity. Oh. Well, let me rephrase that. They now have two. Converse is actually adding men's swimming. I'm probably <laughs> recruiting for Converse right now. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, but the only other opportunity prior to that was uh, University of South Carolina. So there was no other men's program. doesn't have a swim? They, they dropped no. it years ago. Oh. Carlton of Charleston dropped it. So there's a lot. Limestone, I was the coach there, dropped it. Yeah. So they've, a lot of those programs um, have been diminished or gone by the wayside. So, you know, as a, as a male swimmer in South Carolina, you didn't have to look outside the state for the most point because um, then, you know, yeah. there are very few opportunities. On the women's side, there are much greater opportunities just in that state, let alone others. So there is the situation at hand from the male female perspective. Yeah. Um, so back to us, like, you know, trying to establish not only, you know, to keep us um, from a quality perspective, but then again, add that, that quality depth as well too. And we've been able to do that. And so we've, we've had some really, really, really good meets uh, thus far, um, both individually and as a team as well too. Um, you know, as you notice the records, um, from a men, women's perspective, I just think that, you know, it, for whatever reason, it's just kind of balancing itself out right now. I think the men, um, too, we're also still a very young team. I mean, if we've got, you know, sitting here and talking to you now, we've got 24, um, let's see of the 24, 18, 18 are freshmen and sophomores. Ooh. So we're a really young program still. Um, so that's the other thing too, as we continue to establish and getting more people coming in, team gets older and so on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. Well, that experience will really begin Absolutely. to pay off the next couple of years. Absolutely. What are, what are some things that really stand out to you as far as these performances go? Uh, every coach you go into the season and you just, you know, it's like you, you, as I say, you, you know, you aim for the stars and right. you land somewhere underneath. Right. Uh, do you feel like you know, expectations are being met. Like, yeah, we're about who I thought we were or uh, has anything surprised you? What's really jumping out that's exciting you the most? Well, I, I think just being more competitive, I think, is is significant. Um, you know, in meets prior, you know, there were things that we just knew we were going to get beat. And again, I'm talking about the collective as a team, not necessarily as individual swims. So I think that's really, you know, that makes it more exciting for not only as a coach, but also as, a, as an athlete when you're in meets. And we've had some meets, um, you know, that have come down to the wire, so to speak, which is, makes it pretty exciting. Um, so that has stood out. I mean, the individual performances, you know, we've had those in the past, excuse me, that, um, you know, uh, conference awards and stuff too. But now we're, we're, we're starting to get more of those again. A lot of those are young, um, younger swimmers, so that's really a good sign as well, too. Um, but individual performances as well. I mean, we've had some people really, really do some really good things this year, and uh, you and I were talking earlier. I mean, we have a young lady, um, Fanny Correa, from, she's from France. She transferred in from a junior college that I think she has a really good opportunity to make NC2As this year, which would be our first NC2A qualifier. Um, you know, it's a huge stepping stone. It, it's that is monumental for us if we can do that. Um, and we have some others that are capable. Um, you know, on the women's side, we have 
two or three other women, um, Tate Abbott, Anna Johnson, um, uh, Gigi, uh, who is German. Um, and then we have uh, Caleb on the men's side that are capable of doing those things. It's just a matter of, you know, it, it's tough because those time standards to achieve to get to that meet is, is, is really tough. And on top of that, being a freshman or even a sophomore for that matter, um, accomplished that is also good too. Um, you know what, Fanny, I think what I like about it is she's come in and, and she's, she's very consistent in what she does. And it really shows if she does, if she ends up being, for example, our only qualifier, then the blueprint has kind of been set that this is what you have to do in order to do this. It's, you can't just always lie just on your ability. Um, so I think that's, that's an important step as well too. Well, that would make for not just a great story in the moment of having a swimmer to get to that point, but wow, as a coach, you'd be able to use that as a story day in, day out. Uh, and it hopefully would rub off on everyone else to see, wow, she got this opportunity. Maybe it takes me another year to be able to do that for myself, but I can also get to that point. It's right. just, I'm going to have to work, not only work my butt off, but I have got to do everything right. And, and, the everything right is the thing <laughs> that's so we, I, you know, we just got, there's through. the trap in collegiate, in collegiate, uh, athletics in general. Yep. Yeah. So we went through our second round of goal meetings. Uh, you know, we begin every season with individual goal meetings, talking about what the season looks like, you know, where goal times, what do you do to get to those goal times? Right. And then we have our, our, uh, fall competitions. We have our uh, fall invitational, which is a rest competition for us, where we're trying to achieve the best times we can. And we reevaluate at that point, okay, here's what we had to begin with. Are we still on focus or on target to do that? Or do we need to reevaluate faster or slower um, and what this looks like going forward? So we just had those second rounds. And ironically, the very topic came up um, specifically to one young lady, you know, she, um, she is also she's very into art and um she i specifically talked to her about okay so if you're doing an art piece it, you know if it's not abstract you're, you're drawing something specific how specific are you going to get to draw something like really specific and i was like that is what you have to obtain to do in practice in order to achieve what you want to mm -hmm. from a competition perspective and she's one of them that could go to nc2as mm -hmm. so it's trying to get them to understand that it's not just swimming hard it's not just, you know, going as fast as I can all the time. There are just little minute details that make or break the difference. Um, Deliberate you know. practice. Absolutely. Deliberate practice. Well, season's going really well. How do you see this season if we, you know, put a time stamp on today? Early December 2021, look at – you got to swim a whole season last year. Right. Uh, you know, com compared well, to – Well, actually, we didn't. We did, we were put on hold due to COVID. Uh, we had competitions canceled. Um, so, you know, we went home. It, it was pseudo typical up and through November. And then we had a COVID issue and literally the whole team got shut down mm. and they were sent home before Thanksgiving. And so I didn't have them back until January. Okay. So for us, it was actually a unique year because yeah. they were, you know, a month break is, you know, as we're aware, like a month break is w too long. Two months is an entirely different perspective. Yeah, so you're starting from scratch. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, 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 and even probably worse than scratch. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was atypical for us too. Yeah. So it didn't mean to interrupt, but so this year, 
you know, for me, it's, it's been, um, it, it's been really great. I mean, so far we've done some really, really good things and it's now it's just moving us into that next semester, you know, I just addressed, you know, sending them home, um, you know, ideally you would like to keep them maybe on, I mean, and this is something else I've, I've thought about too, you know, what does it look like to keep them on campus for an extra week and a half before sending them home? So we're only home for two weeks versus a month or three and a half weeks or whatever that breaks down to be. Uh, we have, uh, you know, a training trip on the back side of um, return. So they'll all come back on the second, first or second of January. And then we depart on the third for a Florida training trip. So, you know, again, talking to them and like trying to address that as well, too, because, you know, training. Okay, yeah, we're going to Florida. Yeah, you know, I guess it could be warm. You know, we'll we'll wait and see when we get there. But uh, um, it's it's that you that should be looked at as a way to accelerate your training, not to get back in shape. Right, right. And so we've had to talk about that a little bit, too, and sending them home, you know, and at the end of the day, though, you know, and you know this, too. You send them home, and it's it, it comes down. It's up to them. Well, self motivation. Yeah. You have you have to be highly self motivated to be a successful college athlete, no matter what level of college athletics you're in. the The most successful ones are the are the most highly self motivated. Yeah. That's been what I have seen. Yeah. Um, but do you feel like that the benchmarks now that you have you've achieved this year, say up to December, you can look back and say. Well, naturally, that first season, wow, you're just going, you're just getting it off the ground. You said earlier uh, in private discussion, hey, this is our fourth year. Right. And it's a process to build a program where you have that depth you're talking about, but there's also benchmarks along the way to where, hey, we're, we're not like that anymore. We're ba- we're beyond that. This is the new standard. And do you see that standard continuing to like rise to where you're no longer going to dip below that? It, absolutely. It, and not only is our standard rising, um, I say, I, I, we could look at this two different ways. Unfortunately or fortunately, the conference standard mm-hmm. is rising. So, for example, if you were to go into, uh, there's a database that collects times and look at the top 16 times, which ultimately we place in conferences, one through 16 is what place, right? If you looked at the times last year from conference and then looked at the database this year, there are times that, uh, the conference is exponentially faster this year than it was hmm. last year. Now you could look at it as COVID and a variety of other things. We actually have a new team coming in in UNC Pembroke on the women's side, but it is exponentially faster. For example, times that we're placing in the top eight last year are barely making top 16 this Ooh. year. So it's, it's the competitiveness of the conference has gone up exponentially too. I Again, I look at it as fortunate. I think that is a very good thing because, you know, competitiveness, competition breeds competition. Yep. Um, and I think the better the conference can be across the board, that we're all going to benefit from that because from recruiting and a variety of other things. So I think so going in, I've had to shift our, our, uh, the achievements and what we're looking at from a goal perspective because if you walk into the pool right now, you know, we've got a number of banners sitting on our wall from individual champions. We could potentially – only have one individual champion this year where we've walked out of that meet before and had several. I mean, last year, for example, we had six individual conference, three people, but they won six total individual Mm -hmm. championships. We're going now to one, but overall as a team, we're more competitive and stronger. Yeah. So that just lends to the competitiveness again, going up the conference um, in general of, of where we are too. So, you know, 
each year is going to change from a perspective of what we're looking for. Um, you know, we talked about goal meetings at the beginning of the year, too. I said individuals. We also had goal meetings. And some of the things we set forth with the program is not only from a competitive standpoint. You know, one of the things that I really tout for us is our GPAs. We have been the highest male GPA on campus, I think, since the inception of the swim team. Um, and I think in the top four. And then on the women, we have been one or two since the inception of the swim team. Um, and overall, top one or two. So <clears throat> one of our goals is to maintain that position um, as well as the competitive nature because I think that's obviously, you know, going back to all they of us. They go hand in hand. Well, it, to me, that's why everybody's here, right? Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're here to get an education and then, you know, obviously swim to our best but get the education first. So that's been the other thing that, I, you know, we've really drawn upon as far as the GPAs go. Um, and we have several on the team with 4.0s, which is, to me, is pretty miraculous. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that you're you're coming in and jumping in cold water and you're able to maintain a straight A average <laughs> is, is, is pretty good. You know? Well, to your point, uh, uh, swimmers are not getting slower. Right. You know, cyclists are not getting slower. Right. Uh, people are not getting dumber. Right. so to speak. Right. It's like we're all getting smarter. Right. We're all getting stronger, faster. How? What is it we're going to do every single day to better ourselves to meet the standard that, one, you have for yourselves, right. that, uh, to your point about developing a team, but also if everyone around you is getting better, boy, uh, if you're not motivated by that, then maybe you shouldn't be a college athlete. Right, right. Yeah, we um – that's something else we hit on on a perspective and it goes back to again what we were talking about before what i mentioned from the details perspective you know just swimming swimming hard every day isn't necessarily going to get you to beat x competition or even your own self even your own prs um so then you have to start looking at ways and thus these meetings that we're having at the beginning and in the middle and reevaluating. and okay you did it this way this is what you this was your outcome what do we need to do to have a different outcome at the end? Um, and trying to really address that. The other thing that I, I have really done, um, and I'm going to give this, I'm going to have to give a shout out to my wife on this one. She's a, she's a podcast person. Okay, so, cool. So she's been listening to several podcasts and she does some stuff, but she's, she came across one that talked about goals. Um, there was an individual, I don't remember the exact context of what it was, but what it amounted to was, is oversaturation of goals. In other words, you get you can't see the trees through the forest because you have so much going on, right? And particularly with them, and I think I'm guilty of this too, is that we are we're going over things in practice and there could be three, four, five different things we're talking about, right? And they're just they're they're gone. They just lose it because now they're trying to think about three or four or five different things and they're doing none of them, right? So what we focus on primarily this week going into finals um, you know, the, the, the intensity of the practices are down. And so what I've told them is like, pick one thing, one of your things we have talked about. And I ask them first, does anyone not know? And of course, you know, there's three or five that they've pick one and make that happen this week. Just do that. Be at the end of the week. You have done that and met that goal and you no longer need to worry about that anymore. And then check it off the box and then move on. Mm -hmm. Um, and ironically, we have some, you know, going to the finals, <clears throat> it's a similar situation. You know, they're, they're getting very anxious about a bunch of papers, right? I have all these papers, do one paper, yeah. get it out of the way, 
go to the next paper. Yeah. Don't look at it as there's six papers, right? There's one paper, you get it and move on. So trying to get them to do that too. And I, I think having that conversation with, uh, with Melissa and then also carrying it over, I think is, is help them try to not be so, you know, cause there's a variety of things that go into that. You know, you, you, I'm not meeting expectations. I'm not getting this done. I'm not, you know, I'm frustrated. They're frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. And so you just get it down to one. Um, and then furthermore, I've gone on to say, okay, so in, we all know this too. You walk in on a daily basis and you know, our expectations as coaches is that you want them to have the best practice possible each and every day. We know as human beings, you're going to walk through and you're going to have a bad day, right? So when I'm telling them there, as those bad days, walk up to me and say, hey, I'm, I'm a little off my game today. I, I, I'm not going to probably be able to give you what you may be expecting me to give you. But here's what I am going to give you. I'm mm -hmm. going to focus on X, this entire practice. I may miss an interval here or there. I may do this, but I am going to do this the entire practice. So be mindful of that when you're watching practice. And, and so I'm like, okay, so then now all of a sudden, are you kicking this way off the wall every single time? Yeah, you're missing an interval here or there, and the effort isn't quite what we would expect, but you're doing that every single time. Okay, then we're good. You know, so that's some of the things too that we, we've really addressed, I think, this week too. And, and hopefully we'll see, you know. <laughs> well, are, I think those things are paying off, and you're getting recognized by the conference. Not only that, but school records, to your point about it's just getting faster. Yeah. And uh, several of your swimmers are weekly, uh, uh, I don't know what the right term is in, in swimming for the Conference Carolinas, but players of the week, essentially. Right. Uh, that's got to be gratifying for the individuals as well as everybody as a whole. I mean, one of the things we've been talking about, and we actually had a meeting last night about this, is our highlights of the entire 2021 year. Right. And reminding them, look, look at all these things. Right. Almost everyone's name on the team was mentioned and how, one, having, like, you get being gratified by the thing that you did, but also finding joy in the fact that my teammate also did this, that's making us all better. Right. And it makes us all look good if we're out there performing in all these different ways. And I think getting those acknowledgments is an affirmation of our, why we're doing the work. Right. Well... Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I think at this juncture, um, and I, I was trying to <laughs> calculate, tabulate in my head real quick. So I think we have broken up, uh, exceeded 10 school records now. Um, most of them were at this. Which this is, if you think about it, we've had past conversations where those other swimmers, if you've had in the past, were, were setting records. Right. Uh, and breaking the, you know, the, the school records. And now we're breaking them again. Right. Uh, and again, it's just going to continue to get faster and faster. But again, to your point about, yeah, finish off on just how motivating that is. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been fantastic. You know, I, I, I don't want to make light of school records because school records are school record. But at the same time, you know, being a new program, we're going to continue to sure. break a lot of school records until they get to a point where, oh, that that is going to be there for a while, yeah. you know, from a perspective of a time. Um, but we're we're getting there too, um, and not to take away from any of our you know current school record holders. I mean, you know Molly laid last year. I mean her her distance swims are going to be they're going to be tough to beat for a while. Our Sham back you know when he was here you know setting some fifties and hundred fly. I mean so some of these records are are legitimately going to be there for a while. Christians uh, some of his swims too. So, um, but we're also getting to the point now you know like there's a healthy competition. For example, you know. Example on the men's side. So JD, 
was our original 200 back record holder. And, and now Chase Davis, who's a freshman, is coming, and he's broken that. And they're both on the team. So now there's this healthy competition back and forth between those two, which is just making both of them faster. So, um, it, it, yeah, that, that's fun to see and stuff, too. And, and what I like about them, too, is that there is a healthy comp. They're, they're actually close. They're friends. And there's this healthy competition between them pushing each other. And I think that is so important in that regard, too, that someone doesn't get their feelings hurt because the record got broke. It's like, oh, wow, you, well, you created that standard. You know, I mean, th- that was you. So you've set the bar. The bar has been raised. And so, you know, let's get you to raise the bar again. So I think that's uh, been a huge accomplishment and stuff, too. And, and, you know, going into what you mentioned about the, the um, conference awards, I mean, J.D.'s uh, at least a two-time recipient, I think now, maybe three this year. Uh, we've had the freshman of the month award in Caleb, uh, Edson, uh, Tate has been a two time award winner or, or maybe three now too. Um, that's bad. It's kind of, no, it's, 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 it's actually like kind of, track. <laughs> it's kind of nice when good things are happening and you can't even keep up with it all yeah, because in the end, you know, it's not really about that. Right. It's just nice that it's being acknowledged, especially externally. Yeah. You know, by by people who are on the outside looking in like, hey, good job. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 exceptional. I mean, they you know, again, you'd sometimes have to raise your head up too, you know, and, and take a look around as a coach and be like, yeah, we're doing some pretty amazing things. Well, because, yeah, our position is that and athletes are the same. Like we're we're never truly satisfied, satisfied. Yep. We, we know there's more there right. we know we're leaving something on the table right. and that we're better right no matter even if we win we're right. like yeah but right right so which Pick is is good but also bad so that's where we need that external thing to say hey no good job yeah yeah i think that goes a long way yeah it's it's um and that's something else too going into the meetings that you know i've tried to really acknowledge um from each person and the team as well too is mm-hmm. what that looks like um so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's now, you know, here we are again, uh, you know, bittersweet kind of thing because we're sending them off and it's like we've had a good year and we want to finish off well. Right. And so but, you know, going into what we've talked about, you've hoped you've set that precedent that they go home and they do what they need to do in order to make things happen again um, on the backside. Because, you know, the other thing we talked about as a timeline perspective is you and I spoke about, I mean, we return, we're back to school on January 10th, and we're in conference champs in February 16th. And then for the majority of the people, it season's over. You know, uh, looking at NC2A qualifier, we mentioned Fanny. You know, there's several others that could do that that would extend their camp or their, excuse me, season on till March, um, which again is a whole nother accomplishment. But, you know, for the majority of the team, we're done in that, you know, 16th to 19th time frame in February so it's a very short window mm-hmm. um, and we don't have a lot to go on so we've got to get that done um, over this break too yeah all right so looking ahead yep. yeah you've got uh, six more meets and as you said conference champs a lot of swimming a lot of competition in a really tight time frame yep. uh, and you really at that point you're just maintaining fitness sharpening fitness uh, they've got to stay sharp one I guess where are you going in Florida yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can going, I go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to Coco, Coco Beach. Oh, uh, Ron there. John, Ron yeah, John Surf Shop. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I, ironically, I went there years ago, 
Um, and, uh, you know, looking into, it's something I've always wanted to facilitate. Um, I, I, I want to say this, our parents this year, <laughs> like to say they've been generous is I've seen the donations. <laughs> Holy. Woo. It is, it is, I, I'm, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Um, and, and I, I can't, uh, I mean, you know, you send cards and you, and you, and you emails and, and you, but you, again, like you can't thank them enough, mm-hmm. um, because we're doing that because of those donations. Nice. Right. Um, you know, I've always been one of, I wanted to generate some ways, you know, one of the things that has kind of hit us too, is from the COVID perspective is that one of the things I want to establish is we talked about, I think in the prior segment is our swim lessons and trying to generate funds um, through that to do other things with, um, get sponsors and have community kind of involvement. So they're sponsoring us. We can use that money to do other things with, but then we're giving free swim lessons. That's all gone by the wayside because of COVID. We can't have yeah. anybody else in the pool, particularly the young ones. Right? So now, you know, here we are, we've had these generous, generous donations from parents and we're able to do this. And it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, so now we've been afforded that opportunity. So we're heading down to Coco for five, six days. Um, great little location. Um, found this, this kind of, uh, hotel uh, situation down there. That's really good too. So yeah, it'll be good. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I don't, now you just hope for the weather to be warm, right? <laughs> About our luck, we'll go down, it'll be 50 and we'll be training outside and it'll be an experience. But yeah, it's something that, uh, you know, a lot of teams do, um, uh, you know, for future, I don't, you know, will we do that? It probably won't be a yearly type of thing. It may be every other. And I also want to, I'm, I'm looking more towards maybe something looking at a competition mm-hmm. versus going down and just training, um, for a variety of capacities. But regardless, um, thank you parents. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yes, we will, we will send you which some postcards, a, which is a nice little plug also for the Bobcat club. Yeah, Bob, and yes, yes, it, that, yeah, if you're uh, an alumni, if you are, uh, you're just a, a Bobcat fan, a yeah. uh, friend of the college, uh, those resources really go a long way. And it's nice when a specific team you believe in, you donate to them. In this instance, you get to decide, hey, what are we? How are we going to use this money? I mean, the way I explain it, um, or try to sell it, so to speak, to others is that, you know, this is this is something for us we use these resources not to to do the daily things that uh that we are already doing what extra is this going to allow us to do to enhance either the day-to-day experience or something big like what you're doing because i would imagine your kids are they're looking forward to coming back yeah for that alone that's going to be um i mean this will be the first time uh for this program that we've done something like that so i think yeah i think that there's uh you know, I, I don't know that you know what to expect because some of them have never done something like this before. Um, you know, and it's also something I don't, you know, a lot of programs do this annually. Um, I, I don't necessarily if I agree with that because then there becomes this expectation. Mm. You know, I, typically in recruiting, I do go on a training trip. Well, maybe, um, you know, it depends on the, the season. So I don't want it to become just an yeah. expectation. I want it to be an award, you know, um, type of situation, a reward, I should say. Um so yeah, it, it's uh, it's great, and in the Bobcat Club, you know, I, like most of us coaches, you know, we donate ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So we're contributing to our programs as well too. Not only from uh, our our job, 
but also in a financial means too to try to better our programs. So I think it's important all the way around. I think the Bobcat Club is a tremendous thing. And like you said, it, it goes to help facilitate those things um, beyond just uh, the operational day-to-day, right? Mm-hmm. We can do some, some things that are um, pretty extraordinary, like go to Florida, yeah. uh, or some other things too. So, yeah, it's good. It's really nice. good. And so beyond that, you come back after the camp, yep. and, and then you've got these meets. Yep. You know, what are you most looking forward to there? So for us, meets are, particularly dual meets, are just progressionary. You know, and it doesn't even necessarily need to be times. Yeah, times are great, but if you take a, a take care of the technical progressionary things, times are probably going to come along too. So it's looking at, you know, in the first meet back, I wasn't real sharp. I did X, Y, and Z. Okay, so the next meet, I just did X and Y. By the last meet, I'm just doing X. You know, so hopefully we have that progression by the time we get to uh, going into conference champs, you've eliminated X, Y, and Z, and now we're just ready to swim. You know, because ideally, you know, when you – athletes, you want them just to perform. I don't want them thinking about what they need to do mm-hmm. uh, when they get up on the blocks. Um, you know, and it's going to vary from event to event on what that looks like. You know, the strategy in a mile is going to be much different than a 50 free. You know, you're talking 20 seconds, give or take, to, you know, 15 minutes of, of time. So there's going to be some strategy involved in, too. And, you know, us like in cycling, we know that a road race strategy is probably much different than a crit strategy. And depending on in riding to your strengths um, in that regard. So it's that kind of situation we set to set up to just set up the progressionary nature of what it is and what we're doing. And so I've set up meets in that regard. Um to try to set us up to where we're, you know, there's a couple things going into this. I set up meets to where it, it, it mimics the conference champs. So, you know, even in training, we try to mimic what the expectation of the body is going to be in the three-day format kind of thing. So in, in practice, we're mimicking that before we even go into the competition. Um, so that's one of the things that we continually strive to do too because I want their bodies to be prepared. So sometimes they may be going into a meet somewhat tired depending on what we did the two days prior to that meet. So, for example, if we have a meet on Saturday, we've probably gotten after it Thursday and Friday because, again, going back to the conference champs, you're going to be looking at a Thursday, Friday, Saturday competition. So it's trying and to a- mimic athletes tend to underestimate the level of fatigue that third day. And as you know, it, the, the most successful endurance athletes are, are the ones who are strongest when everyone's tired, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, and, and you're fast, but other people are, are fast too. They're just slower because they're fatigued and yeah. worn down. And so if, you don't, if yeah. your training doesn't mimic that, that, that three, that block, then that third day, oh, you could be running on fumes. Yeah. And depending on, you know, the other thing to look at that is too, is depending on, you know, from cycling to swimming, is that third day your best event? You know, so now you, you not only are you, you know, you haven't done what you needed to do. But now you're competing in your best event and you're the most fatigued. Mm. And so that's the other way to look at this because we have a number of people on those third day of competition. That's going to be their best events. So how many other events will they have already done leading to that point? Usually. uh, Well, at least uh, everyone will have done two. Okay. Um, Depending on if they're on relays, you could have done as many as five. Or six, depending on the relays you've done and the number of swims, right? Now, I say two events, but they're, if, you know, ideally they're swimming one in the morning and one in the afternoon session as well, too. 
Um, but then you throw relays in that are only in the evening. So now all of a sudden you've got an X number of swims. Now that's cumulative because you've got the warm up in there. You've got the actual swim and you've got the warm down. So there's cumulative effect in that as well too, over a period of time. And so we try to just address on what that looks like as well too, um, to get them to understand what they're going to do from fatigue standpoint over that period of time. Um, you know, and that goes all into recovery as well too. I mean, we have a number of things that we utilize on the team from a recovery standpoint. I mean, I have a, a team handheld massage unit that they can, anybody can use. We actually have compression legs. Oh, that, you do? Yes. That I purchased oh, hmm. years ago that the team can use. Um, so we those have, have to be, <laughs> I would think that if anyone's you've ever, who, if you've ever used the boots and, and the leggings, boy, they're nice. It they're is. really nice. So I would think people are fighting over that. They are. It is. It is a, <laughs> yeah, when we're, it, it's, it's a, the hotel room exchanging of legs and handheld <laughs> uh, massage unit of like, you know, who's going to get what, but yeah, it's, um, we try to do that too, but leading into the competition itself, you know, uh, we had a competition this year, for example, that I, it was off. The majority of the team was off. And I, I honestly, as a coach, I was like, what, what just happened? How, how uh, well, as, as, more information came available and it was actually just me having a conversation with our athletic trainer, McKenzie. She, and it wasn't, I was talking about that specifically. She mentioned, Oh, well the three people that swam well, well, yeah, they came in all last week and got in the whirlpool mm -hmm. every day. Ah, so now the light went on. It was like, okay, so we have a recovery day in the middle of the week that we utilize. And I specifically tell them to utilize the recovery things we already talked about. And then also the whirlpool, but now it's like, okay, they're going above and beyond and doing it every day, and they all had good swims. So we've talked about that, too, um, quite frequently what that looks like. You know, recovery is even more important yeah. than, than the it, training, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because if you're not recovering, you're going to come back in the next day. You're not going to be a happy person, and you're probably not going to have a good workout. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, you get faster when you're sleeping. Yep. And uh, – uh, if you're never sleeping, it's going to be hard to make any adaptation whatsoever, exactly. and, and everything's going to be out of whack. Exactly. Uh, well, you have a lot to look forward to, and hopefully uh, you can cap it off with someone going to nationals. And, and, again, another little feather in the cap and another benchmark for the program. And we'll, not that it's going to make it easier in the future to be able to duplicate it, but at least it gives you that motivation to do it again. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think, any you know, goals are to be – set you know and it's it's you, you want to obviously continue to raise the bar and that that be you know at that having our that's that's our new bar that's going to be fantastic yeah that'd be a good yeah. thing which wasn't even part of the discussion the first or second year like that's a that was a dream and you would love that to happen but you know this isn't real realistic right now but it can be yeah yeah i mean well we actually had some people that potentially could be there but it was going to have to be really, really, really good swims, right? Yeah. Like, like monumental type of things to happen for us to go. Now we're getting to the point that they still have to be really good swims. They don't have to be monumental swims yeah. for us to go. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good thing to see. It's a yeah. good step. All right. So one last thing. Yep. Uh, on a personal note. Yep. When are we going to see you? Uh, hitting it hard in 2022 on the bike. What is the, what is the, what is your training program? When are you going to be able to get after it again in 2022? Yeah. Oh man. And what are you going to go after? You're putting me, uh, <laughs> so, you know, cycling for me, 
it's like it's it's taken a whole nother um because i don't sense that you've real you've been at it as much as you have no, been in no, the past no, no, and i know no. that I mean, there, and as a coach changed, i know how that changes yeah things. covid changed things for me a lot you know i ended up going to uh i went to intelli last year and had some really good rides um just missed the uh, was on the podium several days just missed the win on the first day so i, I had some good stuff um, you know, I've been going to Tulsa Tough now for 10. I, st- I still haven't been to that. Ten, yeah, you, you got to go. Uh, it is it is phenomenal. Uh, I don't know that I will go this year because mm-hmm. I'm just at the point now. Um, you know, Tim, like, I, I, and that, this is the conversation I have with my wife, too, is like, I almost I don't know how much racing I'm going to do. Now, that all could change by the spring rolling around, but I just don't know what I'm going to do this year and what that looks like, you know? For me, um, traveling with Melissa and going out and doing some mountain bike rides and doing some other stuff, um, and maybe even doing some some epic gravel stuff. I don't know that you know what is it? It's not cans anymore. It's out, unbound, unbound, unbound gravel. Um, I don't know what that looks like. You know, something like those lines, or some some mountain bike races, or something like those lines. I just I, I'm at the point now. I, I don't know, and you know we. The other thing too is the racing has diminished so much locally. Mm-hmm. You got to travel to go do anything, and so that's the kind of stuff. You know, I could probably see maybe myself doing something I haven't done before, something on those lines. But I, I yeah, I, d- I don't know. Do you feel like I, I've been going through this for about the fa- past five years or so, where we've already done a lot of stuff, yeah, 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 and you're like, well, what's look, to your point about what's going to be a new experience, right? Is this is this new? Have I ever done anything like this? And I think those are the kinds of things that appeal to me more with a little dose of stuff I've done in the past, you know, just to do it and see people and see friends and use it as a as a builder, a strength builder for that thing that I really am looking forward to. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I would be lying if I didn't say this <laughs> officially, I, you know, I'm still that national title is still lurking um it's not as much as it used to be but the masters national title is still there for me but man like that it's now you know it kind of goes back to being on like you've got to be on in that time frame right you could be on all season and go to nationals and depending on where nationals in is there elevation is there this is there that you know all of a sudden it becomes an entirely different element and then let's be honest, when you go out there, there's really only one place that matters. I mean, yeah, you can podium, but at the end of the day, if they're not putting that jersey on your back, mm-hmm. it was great, you know. Uh, but that's kind of what I would, you know, if I did that, it would have to be, I'd have to set it up right and stuff too. So that's always still in the back of my head, but it's less than it was. So it's kind of getting to your point of like just looking from other things to stay motivated and kind of stuff too and just looking for – you know, what else is out there mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Well, I think it would surprise a lot of people uh, just how much we have quite a few coaches who are very active. Right. Like they're still doing stuff, still competing, yep. running, training. Uh, you and I are coming at it from a little different angle where like we we are racing, right. have been racing a lot right. these past, well, 20 30 years and uh it's something that we're still doing to some in some capacity and um i think for me it's one of the if you want to call it a perk of the job i'm not sure i would be a cycling coach if i didn't get to actually ride with the team and continue to do all the things that i get to do right 
But no, I've been wondering about that because I, I had noticed that you definitely pulled back a little and everybody's got their reasons for that. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, you know, and, you know, being, I guess, it's a humbling experience, too. You know, I'm 52 now. And so, you know, it's not <laughs> it's not what it used to be. Uh, you know, you, you always heard those. Um, you know, the guys we've been racing with for years, you know, telling you, oh, wait till you're 50, <laughs> wait till you're 50. And you're like, what? Come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a real, it's thing. legitimate. <laughs> it is. I'm here to say if the five O frame is legitimate, you know, those little aches and pains and stuff. And they just, you're not recovering like you used to. You're not as fast. The top end isn't there. Um, and particularly, you know, us like, you know, we, you know, up until, you know, I was, 48 49 racing in the one two still and doing fairly well right now that's <laughs> that's not a that's yeah. not an option much anymore yeah. you know yeah. so um so yeah it's we'll see we'll see well uh when you're ready to get out there with us uh especially if you want to do some gravel yeah uh i've been doing a lot of that myself and if you want to get out there and ride with us and uh yeah we can we can tag team things absolutely get after it all absolutely. right well sean thanks for being on the show today yep thanks and for having sharing me. uh sharing what's going on with the swim team and uh, maybe uh, when you get done with uh, the season there at Conference Champs and if you have someone who are, is going to Nationals, hey, we'll talk again. Let's do it. All Let's right. Do it. All right, thanks, All Tom. right, go Bobcats. Go Bobcats. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbobcats.com or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lees McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats. Go Bobcats.